Hey, rich friends, it's Dr. T Mac here. Welcome to the T Mac Inspired Show. And in today's episode, I am going to be chatting it up with one of one of the biggest business women I know. She is a mogul in the making. Her name is Crystal Robinson. Her brand is Dominate with Crystal. You guys are in for a treat. Stay tuned. doing phenomenal now that I'm talking to you. All right. So listen, <laughs> Crystal, dominate with Crystal. I'm just going to go ahead and jump in. This is just the way yeah. I do things. Um, dominate with Crystal. What does that mean? Oh, well, to be honest, um, I was in a mastermind some, some years ago and um, we were in there and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to call my brand. And one of the girls in the group, well, first of all, we had an assignment and we had to choose our car. Like if okay. we were, what car would we be? Okay. Um, so clearly this is a little dated because I chose a Hummer, right? Okay. I remember <laughs> the Hummer. You know? And so they was like, man, you know, like that's a, that's a big truck. Like what, why did you make, why did you make that decision? I was like, I don't know. I just think everything that I do is big. You know what I'm saying? Like that's me. And one of the girls was like, you know what? You should call your brand dominate with crystal that matches the you know the truck and i was like you right because everything i do i dominate it right and sure. so I'm, that's where the the whole name of dominate with crystal came from but i was also able to you know relate it back to scripture because for me you know uh that genesis 126 through 28 is is a foundation for me right i truly believe that you know we are supposed to dominate everything that we do but we were created right for dominion and so I live and walk in that on the daily. Like, that's just my life. Yeah. I was doing a little research. Of course, you got to research people. You you know, you put it in front of your audience. And I was like, homegirl is like, for real, for real, a serial entrepreneur. Like, how many businesses do you have? I've honestly lost count. Uh, <laughs> the ones that we tell people about publicly um, are, are three, right? Like, so we... My husband has a state forum agency that was our first brick and mortar business that we opened. Um, and then after that, a few years later, we opened a logistics company. So we partnered with Amazon and we delivered packages uh, in New Orleans for them. And okay. then we went off from that and opened a, um, a Monarchy Car Care Center uh, in 21. So those are like our, you know, our three main, you know, upfront, you know, businesses, so to speak. But yeah, we also, yeah. yeah, we do real estate. So we do fix and flips and we also do, you know, fix and holds. So we have, you know, a real estate portfolio that we're building there. Um, and we also have an online e-commerce Amazon store. So we do a lot, you know, but uh, <laughs> we still dominate in, in, in everything we touch. Now let's talk about, let's, I want to talk about the, the mining key. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a franchise, correct? It is. Absolutely. How, it is. How, how did y'all start that? Like, to be honest, we were yeah. solving a problem. Um, so after we opened the logistics company and finally got our, our feet wet in that and got an understanding of what it is that it actually takes to run a logistics company, because I had no background in that. Mm -hmm. uh, but after about the first two years or so, I started looking at my P&Ls and I realized how much money was going out 
um, for fleet expenses. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I just started asking some questions, you know, started doing some research, uh, watching some videos, and it seemed like it was a, a reputable franchise to work with. And we went on some discovery calls. We, you know, had some conversations um, with the onboarding team. And the next thing you know, we were, you know, signing a deal for five units. Um, and we opened our first one in um, in November of 21. But to be Where honest, did you I, open that one? In Slidell, Louisiana. Okay. So yeah, right outside Louisiana. Of yeah, I'm originally from Mississippi. Okay. Mm-hmm. My husband's from from Baton Rouge. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we actually got there to open uh, two locations in Baton Rouge, so we, we're working our way that way. And our and our boys went to Southern University. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah, y'all y'all close close. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So so do you like? I don't know. I heard that franchise. You know, being a part of being a franchisee, um, they you know you got to go by their rules and stuff, and they they say you got to work a lot you know, put in, I guess, your time in order mm-hmm. to be a, a franchisee. Is that true with, with that particular one? You know, I would say for me, uh, I do what I want. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, now that the Monarchy franchise in, in, I don't think that that franchise is that way. I've, I okay. haven't had that type of energy from them at all. I have, you know, like I've heard like um, Chick-fil-A, where if you own one of those, you got to work in there. Um, the mm-hmm. same for Waffle House. If you own one of those, you got to work in there. Um, it, there's been stints of time where I don't even walk in the building for weeks at a time, you know, and it's still mm-hmm. functioning for me. But I believe in, in setting up systems. I want to know and understand how the business works. But I set up a system to make sure that it functions without me. And obviously, with as many businesses as we have, it's it's very difficult for me to be at all of these places at the same time. Yeah, but no, Monarchy is is definitely, I think, a, a really good partner for us. Um, they have everything set up to where I can literally run everything from my cell phone, um, mm. from one app. You know, I can check the boards. I can see what's happening. I can see my um, my sales and my profits, everything straight from my cell phone. Oh, that's, oh, my God. Make me want to yeah. go get a Monarchy. Listen, I already. <laughs> <It's different. laughs> you like, I want a Monarchy. <laughs> get you one. <laughs> it's out there. So let me ask you about the logistics business, I, because I see, you know, especially uh, since uh, the pandemic, a lot mm-hmm. of people are going or have gone in or did start a logistics company. Mm-hmm. What d- did you guys start that like in 21 as well? Or was that pre? Well, that was actually in uh, 2018. So we opened the, the State Farm Agency in 2015. So my husband and I were both working in, in corporate America, you know, prior to that. I was actually working for the government. And he was a um, a banker for Chase at the time, and we got the opportunity to do the State Farm Agency. Uh, and honestly, both of us were were approved to do it, but we actually found out we were pregnant with our second daughter as okay. soon as I found out I was approved. So I said, "No way, we're not both quitting jobs and having a second baby at all at the same time. Like we, that's too much. That ain't um, happening, right?" <laughs> so we decided to just go with one agency. We both work in there, and you know, build that up. And then, so from 2015 to 2018, we both worked in the agency full time. Okay. And then in the summer of 2018, that's when Amazon kind of announced that they wanted to partner with, you know, entrepreneurs and, you know, allow them to deliver their packages. Because to this day, Amazon doesn't deliver any of their packages. Like they outsource it all to, um, you know, smaller logistics companies. You know, I, I, I heard that. I didn't know, you know, I didn't do any research, but I heard that they really did not deliver their own packages, but they own the trucks though, right? How does that work? Yeah, they do. And they just lease the trucks out to, um, you know, to the, the delivery service partner. Ah, ah, 
let me think about this business model. They mm -hmm. own the warehouse, mm -hmm. which means they own the property. Mm -hmm. They own the trucks, but they don't have they don't own the products. And they lease the trucks out to other companies to deliver mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. Dang. This is a pretty smart model. Man, it, he is gangsta. Yeah. The, I like that model. It's very intelligent. I mean, I, you, where where would you get that from? Like, that is a that's a dope model. Well, I, he probably got it from tax strategy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dope model. No, seriously, that's really a dope model. I like that. So, so you you guys just partner with Amazon, and then there's your business. So you don't have to go out here and try to find a book of business. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now of course there's some you know some good sides and some bad sides of that because of course they they're going to control um, you know how much you can and can't do right. They control how much volume you know is going to come your direction and and whatnot. So you know some of it you know in some seasons you could be capped you know, and how much you, you know, can make. And that's also based on the consumer, right? Like I can't necessarily, you know, go online and rally for everybody to buy more from Amazon, you know, to make my routes go up. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, you, you do have to, you know, make sure that you're paying attention to, you know, kind of what's happening in the market so that you can scale your, your, your business. Pivot. right? Yeah. Or, or, or pivot, you know, yeah. start doing yeah. something else. Yeah. Right. Or, or pivot to a monarchy. Right. So I heard that you and your um, you and your spouse y'all do like weekly podcasts. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so um, actually, about two months ago, I think uh, we finally launched this podcast. Been wanting to do it for a long time, and with the schedule that we have and just life in general, we got two small kids. And so, uh, well, I say small. If they heard me say that, they'd be a little perturbed. But they're ten and seven, so to me, they okay. small. Okay. But <laughs> I mean, just finally, this has you know become that season where we can actually do it but we get a lot of, which i'm sure you do too um we get a lot of you know the ask me how type of situations where you know people they inbox you uh, uh i just want to pick your brain or i want to do this and to be honest we just don't necessarily have the time you know to have two and three hour long conversations with everybody all the time and we saw that there was uh first of all there's a niche there you know because there's not a lot of information or help for couples that do business together, you know, so we always get questions on how do you work with your husband? How do you work with your wife? How do you deal with this? How, who's over the money? Who, you know, mm. is it, when do you know to, you know, start your next business? It was just, it was a lot of questions that was coming to us. And we were sometimes answering the same questions mm -hmm. over and over again, or we're trying to find some quality time and, and here's another message or here's another call. So the uh, podcast was just kind of a way to, to serve a community that is out there, but not necessarily being served at the time. Yeah. So you guys kind of like do like, um, not Q&A, but you, you address the issues that your audience let you know that they have. Yeah, a little bit of both. And I, I'll be honest, up until this point, our conversations have been so intense to the point where sometimes we're able to kind of get some questions in. And other times we're just kind of just flowing in conversation. And mm -hmm. the next thing you know, we're getting messages days after the fact, like, oh my God, I needed this information or mm -hmm. this helped me set up, you know, something in my business or this struck a conversation between, you know, me and my wife or whatever. We've been, mm -hmm. you know, getting that type of feedback. Um, I, I guess over time, ideally, we want to be able to kind of do more uh, Q&A sessions, maybe, you know, down the road. But honestly, we're just, we're having conversations off the cuff about questions we've already been asked. Um, and sometimes we're just transparently airing dirty laundry, right? Like just 
talking about experiences because it's it's a little walk to yeah yeah, yeah like like what my my boys our boys tell us all the time they all call me tt tt you need to mic up in the morning because now that's the real t-man right there right 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 <laughs> you yeah, talk about airing dirty laundry like 24 7 i think uh some folks will get to see the real love of business <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah not the 90 seconds that we put on a reel or something like that right yeah yeah yeah. But what it really, really takes to, to run a business. What's the name of the podcast? Uh, it's called Love and Business. Love and Business. Love and Business. Okay. So I understand the, the workings behind being an entrepreneur. Like I understand mm -hmm. one business. That's mm -hmm. a lot. You know, two businesses is a lot. But y'all have a lot of businesses and you're, you're married and you have smaller children. You know, you guys are... Whew, you got a podcast. So you got, you guys have a lot of different things going on. How do you manage to like keep your sanity? Just just your sanity cuz sometimes I feel like I'm going crazy and all our children are grown. <laughs> yeah, I, we get that question a lot and to be honest, I typically give the same answer and it really is, you know, just being present where you are. You know, mm -hmm. um, it's not like I can turn off the fact that we're serial entrepreneurs. I can't turn off the fact that I'm a wife or a mom. Right. Um, I can't turn off who I am either. And so it just depends on where I'm at in the moment or what's most needed. And the best way I can explain it is like this morning, um, because we traveled last week, we missed our parent um, parent teacher conferences with our, our daughter's um, teachers. Mm -hmm. And so we you know, emailed them and said, hey, this is when we'll be back in town. Will this time work? And our kids go to school 45 minutes to an hour away from our house. Oh. I know. So we got up at five something this morning. We trucked it over there in two separate cars because we had two separate schedules today. You know, but we went over there and we met with the first teacher at 720 and the second teacher at 750. Wow. And then I drove 45 minutes back over here to set up for my first conference call, some emails, and now this call, right? Yeah. But I was present as a mom when I was in there, right? I got in there, I immediately turned my phone on silent, turned it over, and I'm looking my daughter in the eyes. She's explaining what's going on, you know, um, mm -hmm. up to this point in the semester, listening to the teacher. We're giving feedback, right? Um, and it was important that I was present as a mom from mm -hmm. 720 to 815 this morning. That's where that's where I needed to be. But I shifted, you know, on my ride back, and silence is what I drove back in because I needed to, okay, let me reset, you know, because yeah. I got to get back over here and send a thousand emails to finish my, my tax person on prepping for tax stuff. I need a moment of silence before I do all of this tax prep, you know, but I'm present everywhere I go. That is so good. You got me already in my little. Mm. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. is so good because that is one of the biggest things that and it's small, but it's big mm -hmm. um, that people overlook like. If you're with your family, be with your family. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm big on if my husband and I are on a date, we're at dinner or something, we don't have our phone. Don't, don't, let's not be on our phones. You know, mm -hmm. it's, the kids are good. You know, they'll call each other if something, they're all grown, so they're good. Right, they'll call right. each other if something happens, but let's be present in the moment. But not only just in that one moment, like you said, no, I needed to get right for the, this other call so I can be present in that moment. You know, mm -hmm. we pick and choose what moments we want to be present for when in all actuality, you made a very good point. No, we need to be present in each moment. 
Absolutely. It has to be intentional, though, especially with as much as we have going on. So I just try my best. Now, I'm not perfect at it at all, but yeah. um, try my best. If I'm at the Monarchy location, I'm trying not to focus on the emails from the logistics company. You know, I'm trying to only be there so I can do what, what that company mm -hmm. needs. I'm at the logistics company. I'm trying to only be there and ignore the, mm -hmm. the phone calls and the text messages and the emails from the other locations, right? Because so, right. I, I know I only have a limited amount of time for each one of them. For sure, for sure. And you, you do, and you have to take... Let me, let me say this. Let me ask you this question because this is something that I, I teach my mentees. Mm -hmm. um, focus on one thing at a time. Put your hands on 10 and 2... And don't do another business. Don't do anything else until you've made at least seven figures in that one business. Do you mm. agree with that? Ooh, Ooh my goodness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would say for most people, probably yes. Right. Okay. Um, I'm not most people. Right. Um, you, you dominate. <laughs> right, right. And, and so we've, we've done that in, you know, multiple businesses. Right. But, uh, for the average person, that's a lot to you know consume. Because even even now, like um, I I don't like prepping for taxes mainly because I don't feel like drawing down these documents, get this PDF, send yeah. this, and do, like it's just one of those tasks that just make my brain kind of like my it balls is going on. And so I'm in the mirror this morning and I'm trying to get dressed and I feel myself getting overwhelmed. And I was like, Krista, calm down. You just gotta send emails. Like it ain't even that big it of a deal. It ain't that, yeah. You know, but I can only imagine. And then I thought to myself, you know, everybody can't do this. <laughs> like, I thought that this morning. So when you said that, I'm like, if this had been anybody else, they probably had a nervous breakdown, right? Because I got to send documentation for five different businesses. Mm -hmm. Like, most folks can't even get their personal taxes together, let alone do it for that and multiple businesses, right? First and so, of all, they can't. They ain't even got a legit business. It ain't even set up right. They ain't got corporate minutes. They ain't got don't even know they taxes. You hear me? Yeah. So I'm just saying, you know, if 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 that's what you, is is if you advise that, I would say it, it's definitely not a bad thing for the average person for sure because it's a lot. You know, well, to, it is. It is. Yeah. But in here, I have like literal case studies, right? So one mentee I had, she had two different businesses that she wanted to do mm. and at the same time. Mm. And she was just, but I, you know, I'm doing this and I'm, what do you think about this? And then she started talking about this other business. And I said, well, that's the business you should be doing. And she said, why did you say that? I said, because your eyes lit up. Mm. I said, you had the biggest smile when you were talking about that business. I said, that's where your, that's where your energy, most of your energy is going to go. It's your energy is going to be split. If you have two of anything, yep. it's going to be split. I said, but you light up, everything points to this business when you're talking. I said, so you, you're going to give this business more energy, yep. but you're going to still try to hold on to this other business. And you're not going to make that much money because you just drink to drink. And this is no lie, Crystal. I have to tell you this. We were she she were she was here at my house, and you know I was mentoring her, coaching her, whatever. She was here for two days. She left that Sunday, and I told her, I said, forget about that other business. I want you to focus on this one business right here. Ten and two, go all in. Six days later, she sent me a screenshot. She had done six figures in six days. Come on. 
That's why I asked you the question. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, if you see some kind of results, then you ain't never got to ask that question again. <laughs> right. So when so she sent me a screenshot, six figures in six days. Like she left on a Sunday. That Saturday, she sent me the screenshot. And mm-hmm. then um, in eight months, she had done a million dollars. Wow. In eight months. Focusing that's on easy. one Focus. Yeah. And that's, yeah. So that's why I ask you that question. You know, of course, and we're going to get into this real estate deal because, you know, that's my deal. That's my jam. <laughs> that's why I make my money. Um, but um, the reason why I ask is because there's so many people and I see it out here. They are they you know, they're selling lashes and then they're, you know, over here they got a pool service and then they got a limousine service and then they got a balloon company and they got all the things. But at the end of the day, they broke because they're they're just trying to juggle too many things. And the one thing that, uh, and and of course I can't coach everybody, right? Everybody ain't going to pay me to coach them. So I see it. And I just like my, in my messaging, I'm always like trying to say, focus on one thing, focus on one thing. I don't care. You, you can want to do it, but the majority of the people cannot do more than one thing at a time and be really, really good at like hone in on it. What I see you do is I see, I don't look at you as you're all over the place. I look at you as no, you are diversifying your money. Yeah. You're investing in these businesses. These you're not actually out here trying to do all the things in the business. There's a difference. It's impossible to be. It's impossible, but but yeah. the average person doesn't understand that. Yeah, and it's it's um I'm still I'm still trying to figure out how to um how to explain what I do right to most people because and the only reason I want to explain it is really to deter them from trying to be me. So a, a lot of times people you know they look at our successes or they look they at what we do. Easy. And uh, or uh, yeah, like they want to jump in at that, you know, I'm saying at that same rate. And I'm like, that's not really what that is. Right. Like I I explain time spans right in between. So like our very first business wasn't even brick and mortar. Like our very first business back in uh, uh, 2010, 11, somewhere in there, we we were uh, dog breeders. We used to breed dogs and host dogs. dogs, the pit bull bullies. My husband was into those. And they was having these little shows around here. We was going and I started seeing money. You know what I'm saying? I was like, they pay how much for them dogs? You know, and then we were going to the little shows. I said, they pay how much to have a booth and set up some kennels in there? You know, like I just started seeing the dollars and I was like, hold on. I'm adding these things. I'm like, wait a minute. They making tens of thousands of dollars in a day. Next thing you know, about three, four months later, we had our first dog show and made 20 grand in a day. Messed my head up. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> this is what we doing? You know, but we're doing this now. <laughs> I still this day I don't know where that twenty thousand dollars went. I blew it, but <laughs> it was it was fast. It was too it was too fast. I couldn't appreciate it. But oh my god, that's funny. She like oh, this is what we doing, <laughs> right? But we did a lot of stuff though. Like we did that. We did network marketing. You know, we sold t shirts. Like we just did so much stuff to learn how to build business. You know. And most people are looking at today like, well, if y'all doing all of this, it's like, nah, we actually got a whole lot of stuff wrong. And then finally we started getting stuff right at the State Farm Agency and that was still tough. And then now it seems like we're doing a lot quickly, but it's like, we're in a groove now. You know, you 
You can't just walk in one day and say, well, I have this and now I want to do this too because you guys are doing a thousand things. Um, I, I wish I could explain that to people um, to the point where they actually see what you said, right. like focusing on a thing. Because I just know entrepreneurship and systems and processes are my bread and butter. And well, so the, I, yeah. the money is no, in the systems. The money, the money is in the systems. System. Yes. I'm not, I'm not out here flying like with a cape on my back, you know, at all of these spots. I mean, my logistics business today, I, I don't, I haven't been there in two and a half weeks. Right. Yeah. I'm just handling emails. Um, my Monarchy location, I'm there a couple of days a week now because I'm training a new team member, but yeah. I'm typically not there. I just right. go in and I come out, but I know how to hold people accountable. And I'm like, if you can't hold yourself accountable, don't go out here trying to sprout up all these businesses because it ain't, you can't just wake up and just be doing this. Listen, you, you can't, you can't. It, 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 it's the, more businesses fail than, than succeed. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that is a, a statistic that is true, 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 true. More businesses fail mm -hmm. than succeed. We are literally, I like, I like when you talk about systems because that mm -hmm. is the, the lifeline of a business. Absolutely. Systems, systems, systems. My, uh, we have five, five sons. The, the last three sons are, uh, I'm helping them start a business, right? Healthcare staffing agency. Actually, we already started it. Okay. But the systems is the foundation of the business, right? Because we don't ever, we don't want to be doing all the work. Mm -hmm. And we have had so many issues with the system. And I told them, I said, listen, guys, if we don't get this system thing situated, it's not going to work. Yep. We're going to, we're going to, because we're going to be behind an eight ball. Yep. And a light bulb went off with like all three of us. We meet all the time, all the four of us. We're meeting constantly. And, and last night we met and we went, you know, we really went down our workflow. Mm -hmm. And then my husband walked in the room. He was like, that's the system right there. I said, yes. You have yeah. to have a workflow. Yeah. Most businesses, most entrepreneurs, they don't even know what a workflow is. So I know yeah. you don't have a system. Right. They don't respect it at all. It's like you, you just can't come out here and wing it. You can. Um, but you I can't can. say how successful you're going to be long term. You're going to make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be working for money. But when you, yeah. ha when you have a, a real business with real systems, real workflows that really work, you're really not working. You're mm -mm. overseeing. You're waking up in the morning. I do it all the time. I wake up in the morning. I'm looking at numbers, right? Mm -hmm. Real estate. The, it, because I have my systems down to a T in real estate, I have, t I have a team in place. Mm -hmm. My lawyers, you know, I have different lawyers. I have different CPAs for different, because I invest all over. Like, you got to have these people to, when they call, all I got to do is look at an email or, you know, whatever, go back send a PDF or something like that. Yeah. You, you cannot work your way to wealth. I think that's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Absolutely. Cause it, I mean, wealth is measured in time, not money, right? Time, not <laughs> money. Give me my time. <laughs> right. I will pay for this. I yep. literally had a meeting today, a, a whole bunch of acres that my husband and I bought like 60 something acres. Oh, and wow. Some old, some stuff was going on with the paperwork and da, da 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 da. And I was like, "See, this is why we do our due diligence. This is why we mm -hmm. pay the attorneys to do this. This is why we pay surveyors to do that. So now we ain't got to deal with it. Got da, 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 you know." So I'm going, and then I'm like, 
it condenses everything because I have my time. I don't have to jump on a plane and go run somewhere and do something. And then yes. I can go on about another one. So we, we just bought eight more parcels of land somewhere else. Oh, it was sent to me. Systems. Send this mm -hmm. to me. I just take a look at it. I run the numbers. I send you back whatever. Let's People go. don't get that. No. Like, no. They don't respect it either. Uh, and maybe it's because when people are good at what they do, it makes it seem like it's something that mm -hmm. it's not. Yeah. A lot of people say you make it look easy. Well, it is easy because I do all the hard work on the front end when I'm building. Yeah. Every single thing you do. Oh, BJ, remember yesterday when I was trying to explain workflows to y'all and I said, everybody has a workflow. They just don't know it. Like mm -hmm. I was like, when you wake up in the morning, what, what do you first thing you do? And they were like, brush our teeth and then what? Wash our face and then what? You know, check our phones. Okay. That's a workflow. Mm -hmm. I said, but something triggered the workflow. What triggered it? An alarm clock. Right. So that's a then that's how you plug it into a system. Mm -hmm. Like, and you think about it that way. If we could get people to think about it, everybody would be wealthy because everybody would have their time back. I know that's for real. That's I want my time. I love <laughs> my time. I love my time. Yes. Wealth is measured in time, not money. Yes. But you 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 cannot get your time back if you don't go to the the beginning. I'm so glad you came on here. I'm so glad you have all these businesses and I'm so glad <laughs> yeah. you're successful. So, I mean, cause it's just a testament of what I've been saying all the time. It's not that I wouldn't call you a serial entrepreneur. I really will call you a businesswoman. Yeah. You're a businesswoman. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I guess I, I always use the term serial entrepreneur. Cause as soon as you say, Oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a business owner or I'm a, a businesswoman. And, it, and then I go and name like all of these different businesses they get. They're like, wait a minute, what? No, you're so a business woman. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Serial entrepreneur sounds to me, it sounds like I tried this, it didn't work. I tried that, it didn't work. I tried this, it didn't work. I'm still trying things that are really not working. Well, no, they, they work. <laughs> you're a business woman. Think about Magic Johnson. How many businesses does he own? Think about Shaquille O'Neal. How many businesses does he own, right? Yeah. They're businessmen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Upgrade your title, girl. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Hey, Rich Friends, I know that you are enjoying this episode. I told you you would. I told you she's a beast. But anyway, if you are a female entrepreneur and you would love to be a part of a community of other women entrepreneurs who are killing it in the game, who are learning about real estate, stocks, um, all things money, all things business and a place where you can come together and do the things like the yacht party that we are doing and going to Turks and Caicos and just doing all types of wonderful things and you want to join this community. It is the TMAC Inspired Network. Within the TMAC Inspired Network is the Rich Friends Circle. That's what I'm talking about, the Rich Friends Circle. You guys, you ladies are more than welcome to join. The link is below. It's tmacinspirednetwork.com, tmacinspirednetwork.com. Click the link, take a peek for a week, see if you like it. If so, stay with us and grow with us. Back to the episode. So um, let's get, let's jump into real estate really quick. I want to yeah. talk about it because now, but hey, keep me on target here, BJ, because I'll go, girl, when I talk about real estate, I go crazy. Um, <laughs> You and your husband, you guys, y'all have a portfolio. Y'all fix and flip. Y'all have um, a few, you know, buy and hold in your uh, in your portfolio. 
what got what made you guys get into real estate? Well, honestly, there is no mentor that I've ever had that didn't say that, you know, real estate was a part of wealth building, right? So we knew from jump that at some point in time we was gonna have to get in the game. Uh, and we actually attempted like, I don't know, it's probably more than 10 years ago. And we just, you know, we didn't have any guidance, didn't know what to do, what to look for. Um, and so we kind of paused on it. And then okay. when we got, when we had access to some liquid cash, the first thing we, we went back to was, okay, now we need to do real estate, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and we live in a, in a, in a unique area. We were right outside of New Orleans mm-hmm. and we actually moved here, uh, right after Hurricane Katrina. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So about, uh, I think Hurricane Katrina happened, I think 2005, in, right? Yeah. Somewhere in there. Uh, sets, yeah. It's almost, I don't know. Has it been 20 years? I don't remember. Anyway, we've been here like 15, um, I think 15 years now. Okay. And so, um, we don't stay too far outside of new Orleans, but, um, we started hearing that real estate there was rather inexpensive, right? Because of Hurricane Katrina, because a lot of the houses were um, flooded and now gutted and people was, you know, moving or didn't have the money to repair whatever. And uh, we started looking at properties. And at the time we were like super young and just didn't know what to do. So that's when we, you know, we did the pause. And then of course we circled back. I think our first flip actually happened in 2018. I think it was like early 2018. And so we um, basically just invested in like, literally it was a shell of a property, you know, didn't pay much for it at all. It was literally just the walls. And um, I mean, we, we literally scrapped our way through that, had absolutely no experience whatsoever, no assistance, no team, no, what? What? I mean, no nothing, just went in. Like, let's just, just figure it out, right? <laughs> nothing you let's just I mean? take this money and figure it out let's just do, and that's literally what we did i mean you know we made some profits it definitely wasn't as big as we thought it should have been or could have been but you know I, I think for us it was just a matter of hey if we don't have the the team around us to figure it out we can at least learn our way through it and that's exactly what we did we we learned our way through the process um, yeah, it wasn't fun. It, it was very nasty. I'll tell you, we've had okay. our experience. Okay. So that was the first flip. You, you made a little money, not a lot, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So what made you decide, okay, we're going to do it again. You know, lessons learned. Let's try it again. And to okay. be honest, our second one was probably, um, as it relates to the experience of it, it was probably worse than the first one. <laughs> Here's, why. Here's why we get this contractor guy. I mean, dude talk. Uh, he had all the credentials. He got all the paperwork stuff lined out. And honestly, he turned out to be a crook. Yeah. yeah we, we, that's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah. Now you, we you we can go in on that episode. And I said, you know what? This probably ain't it. <laughs> that's, that's when we pivoted to let's fix and hold. I think uh, guaranteed money is better than this This. this you know, this fix and flip type of deal. And at the time, because of course we're talking 2018, then 2019, and then we were finishing one of our last flips in 20, um, in 2020. And then of course the pandemic happened and the cost of um, uh, lumber and all this stuff started getting crazy. And so we knew, and the real estate market over here just got dumb, you know, and, you know, people were just doing some really crazy things as it relates to like the New Orleans market. It's unique in itself. Like people are paying, you know, they pay, 
seven, eight hundred thousand dollars for like a twelve hundred square foot house. Like I ain't never understood it, but it was happening. So the market just kind of did a lot of flip flopping stuff. Stuff wasn't necessarily worth what it should have been. Right. And so we knew then, okay, let's stop the fix and flip, and let's go to fix and hold. Um, so now we're building, you know, a portfolio of duplexes, which is popular in New Orleans, right? Where you got two sides and you know shotgun houses yep. but we we mainly do section eight um as it relates to uh, the tenants for that okay so that's that's okay basically your your clientele yeah 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 i have um actually have a mentee that she has a duplex and um right out no it's i think it's in baton rouge in baton rouge so she started but what she did she uses a a strategy that i've been teaching since I started teaching this strategy probably in 2019, uh, 2020, uh, of unlicensed group homes. Mm. So, okay. So she has a duplex, and each side has four bedrooms. They're okay. Big. And so, okay. so she has eight people paying her yeah. monthly. Yes, I've heard that that's very lucrative. It's yeah, my husband and I started, we started that using that model. I think it was the first, it was before COVID. We started using that model, um, the first part of 2020. Game changer. Wow. Game changer. I wouldn't, okay. I don't, I don't think I'd ever rent another property to one person again, ever. Really? Ever. ever. I, have, I don't know if I've ever heard that statement. You ever. got, you got eyebrows lifted. You hear me? I don't want to get $1,200 a month from one person and they may pay or may not pay. I'd rather get six to $800 a month for five to eight people every month in, in one property. One it's a no brainer for me. It sounds like it's a, it's a, it's a brain. I need to need to get. Yeah. I told you when I said, Hey, when I start talking real estate, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> No, I like that concept because I'm not gonna lie. I mean, of course, you know, Section Eight is great because it's guaranteed money, but yeah. it also comes with its, um, you know, its ups and downs, right? Because if yep. you got to get somebody out of there, you basically are are rehabbing the entire property. Because you who are knows? rehabbing that thing all over again. But one of the reasons why one of the reasons why I like that unlicensed uh, model is because unlicensed group home models because number one, you ain't got to go through the state or anything because you're just renting rooms, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I have, I don't have to hire staff. I just take one person who has the most sense in the house and make them the house manager, right? Come on, come on. <laughs> and then the house manager, I just reduce their rent by maybe a hundred dollars. So that's the system. Yeah, that's the system. They're my eyes and my ears, right? Yeah. Um, so they're going to make sure that nobody's tearing up my house. You know, I got house rules, curfew, all, all the things that you put in place. Um, and it, it just, it runs, it runs itself. You know, it just runs itself. I had somebody call me this morning, as a matter of fact. Miss Tasha, do you have any rooms available? Somebody text uh, my sister in South Carolina asking her because we have properties up there, too. Do you have okay. any rooms available? It's You don't have to advertise. It's just it it, it, it really runs itself. I, I really like that model, you know. Girl, I'm about to listen. When we get off this call. <laughs> <laughs> There's another business. Crystal. Yes, come on now. I, I don't let opportunity pass me by. You sure. know, you don't. It's not happenstance that you get access to yeah. um to people and to information. You know, sure. it, 
listen, your next million dollar idea is coming through a person. I've always believed that. Uh, and so, look, I don't take that type of information or inside scoop lightly. <laughs> right. So if you got duplexes, I mean, that would be that would be the lick. You know, of course, you could sprinkle some, you know, Section 8 or whatever. But my my whole model, you got to get a you got to receive a disability check because that's yeah. your money, too. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta receive yeah. A disability yeah. check. You got to get food stamps. Yeah. You think about it. If you got eight people in under one roof getting food stamps. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Come on, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? And yeah. the house manager is the only one that can cook or whatever. You know, it's it's just different things. Different. You can do run it how you want to run it, but it's, you know, you have your days where they can only use the the, the wash and dryer on this day and that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the way down to the to the detergent. Hey, everybody wow. gets eight pods a month. Anything over there, you gotta pay for a pod to wash your clothes. You know what I'm talking about? The little yeah, you you got a system for real, for real. <laughs> I thought I thought I was rough. I mean... <laughs> Don't call me. I got a ring on the front door, a ring on the back door, and a camera in the common area. Play with yeah. it. Yeah. Don't tap yeah. my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I, look, I need to take some notes. <laughs> But anyway, anyway, this has been so much fun. See, we can go on and on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me intrigued for sure. I'm telling you, this ain't our last conversation about that. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to make sure that everybody knows where to go to listen to the podcast. So where where can they find you guys? So right now, uh, we go live every Thursday on Facebook. So they can find us on Facebook um, at Love & Business. Uh, we also go live on YouTube, so you can find us on YouTube as well. Um, Love and business over there, okay. um, and we'll be uh, broadcasting to some some podcast platforms. I wanted to make sure we got all the kinks out before we went, you know, official official. So we'll be on um, all of your podcast platforms probably within the next week or two. Yeah. Um, but right now we're we're live on Facebook and and YouTube every Thursday night at seven p.m. Central Standard Time. All right, all right, y'all heard it. Thank you so much for joining me, Crystal. No problem at all. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yes, yes. Hey, Rich Friends, thanks so much for watching this episode, listening, wherever you're listening from. Do me a favor, like, comment, subscribe. If it's YouTube, if you're on any audio uh, platform, go ahead and write a review or click the stars. Let me know. Write a comment. I read all the comments. Let me know how you are enjoying these episodes, okay? And remember... Dr. T-Max said you can have it all. See you on the next episode.